1: welcome back to Purpose and Truth with Kim and Eden. Hi, Eden.
2: Hi, Kim. How's it going?
1: I'm awesome. (laughs) I hope everyone out there is doing okay and more than okay. I know a lot of people are in lockdown and, um, you know, here the cases are, in the U.S., the cases are very high still, so I hope everyone's being safe. And, um, you know, it was interesting being on the imperfectly perfect campaign they had a virtual hangout and there were a lot of people from the uk that had been in lockdown for nine months straight
2: and i didn't yeah.
1: realize that certain parts were that long mm-hmm. and i'm like wow because we were i think we in california were three months and then there was a break and then we were back on lockdown for like a month and so nine months is
2: so difficult um, well, and we thought it was difficult art, what well, we had to go through. So uh-huh. yeah, so much worse. Yeah.
1: And I think, you know, just for those of you out there still on lockdown, just get creative and, you know, try to try to find ways to connect with people, whether it be online or your neighbor out the window or whatever you need to do, because that's the most important is feeling connected and taking care of your mental health. Yep. So, yeah. and I just wanted to, plug our website talkpurposeandtruth.com yes we just want to remind everyone that's actually the easiest way to hear all of our episodes is just to go straight there even though we're on all the platforms and Eden I know that you were talking about um, a topic you saw online asked me some questions
2: yes yeah so I thought this would be interesting to talk about uh, and and you know for everybody listening ask yourself the same question and if you don't have an answer then maybe it's something you ought to seek out <laughs> so the question is how are you making a difference in the world today hmm. you know and I think that's something that people who are in lockdown too have, have the opportunity to start to be creative in that way. And because there's ways to make a difference in the world uh, from where you are in your home, you know, behind the computer screen, there's lots of things that you can do. I know for me, I can say, I, I never even really thought about it, this question, but I can say that you and I are doing something very special with what we're doing right now. You know, right, putting the show out there to help people. So yeah, I feel good about that.
1: Yeah. I think that makes a difference for people's mental health or mm-hmm. to uplift and educate people. So I feel like this is a great way to make a difference in the world. And I think that people get too um, caught up in it having to be this gigantic thing and it could literally be making creative posts to put on social media that are uplifting or smiling at a stranger you know it could be the smallest things i asked my my nine-year-old nia this question and she's like well i'm really kind to animals and i try to always pet animals when i can i'm like you know what that is kind That's kindness you know that's giving back because it's adding to the kindness and positive vibes
2: yep yep that counts Okay. All right. Well, I think everybody, like I said, everybody could think about that as something that uh, we can all do. And it doesn't take a lot um, to be of service in some way, shape or form.
1: Right. And I think, yeah. you know, when, when, especially when you have extra time, I mean, you could do this at any time, but I remember, especially on lockdown um, having days once in a while where I just went, you know what, I'm going to think of like 40 friends on my friend list and send them a message or text them something,
2: mm-hmm. something
1: uplifting and nice, like a little quote or something. And just getting that, you know, of course, back in the day, it would be a letter, you know, or mail. <laughs> yeah. But And hey, do that if you can. But even a simple text of someone who cares, it uplifts your day. And it's going to help those people that are alone, not feel alone.
2: Yes. And like you said, just now, it's also going to help you because it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you're, uh, you're doing, you're putting out the positive energy, love and light and uh, giving, you know, back, maybe even when you're in a bad mood, you're having a bad day, do something nice for someone else. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: and that that's interesting. Because when I told Nia, we were like, Oh, we used to always go to the nursing home. And you know, hug yeah. the people and talk to them and, and give them little gifts. And we haven't been able to, yeah. and she's like, when are we going to be able to do that? And she likes uh. it so much. And so hopefully soon. Um, but I want to go into our topic. So we really, we haven't done an episode of just us two in a long time and we yeah. were brainstorming. What do people need right now? You know, what do people want to hear? And I felt that both Eden and I really walk the talk of getting unstuck. So our topic is how do you get unstuck? And Mm -hmm. that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. It could mean a writer having writer's block. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be someone who keeps auditioning and doesn't get a role. It could be someone who's, you know, in a relationship and giving, but not receiving or feeling stuck with whatever health issue they're going through all kinds of things. And so I feel, you know, if I'm going to use, we're going to give you eight ways how to get unstuck in a minute, but I wanted to give a real life example for myself. I feel that what has helped me, I have been feeling absolutely amazing for the last three months. And most of, you know, if you listen to this show that I had been having a lot of really severe ups and downs, um, with hormones and feeling just psycho yeah. <laughs> and I ended up meeting with Robin Duncan about three months ago and she's been on our show a several episodes back. She's great. I recommend going back and listening to her. And she, it was a really thorough, deep session, but I got out of it that every time a symptom, this can work for you guys too, listening, but anytime like a headache comes on or a symptom comes on, or I'm thinking an excessive or negative thought that I know really isn't serving me, then I just say, I choose peace. Um, God, you decide for me. This isn't true. Mm-hmm. And you could, you could change it around. Like I'll say that isn't true. I choose peace. God, you decide for me. Um, but I say it every time. And what it has done is it like it alleviates the symptoms, it lowers the symptoms, makes them go away, and it really has reduced the negative and obsessive thoughts that come into almost zero. And I just interrupt it, you know, I interrupt it with that, and it's just shifted me and really got me unstuck. So how about you, Eden?
2: Well, one thing I wanted to comment first is well, and then probably this is my that I could say the same thing for myself when we focus more on what's wrong and we try to stop the feeling, um, because it's so uncomfortable that makes us feel stuck. And then it, it makes it stick around longer, makes it worse for us. Mm-hmm. So I, and I could say that for any kind of like obsessive thoughts that I have negative thoughts, uh, limiting beliefs, um, old paradigms that I had, I believed like old stories that I have to always feel like there's always something wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the same thing when you, you're focusing on that negative. And it doesn't mean you have to be positive all the time. And, you know, that's kind of fake, but right. it's, it's just, you know, having a better balance. Um, because I think for me, I was stuck in the, uh, okay, what's wrong with me now? And it was constant.
1: It was a habit.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. Well, it's probably because of the way I, my brain was wired when I grew up, I came from trauma. So yeah. So I couldn't help it. So, but, but it's something that, you know, when you grow up with trauma, you can't take responsibility for the trauma, but you can take responsibility for how you um, react to it or, you know, for taking action on healing it. And some people will stay stuck in it. And there's, you know, another reason why people get stuck. Um, But you don't, you could take responsibility as an adult to do something, to work through it, to heal it.
1: Right, right. And sometimes I think it's very brave and very strong to admit that something's off. Like, okay, I'm going to heal this because it's not working in my life. And I think that a lot of people get attached to almost like, the label or that's their personality they go well Mm -hmm. this is how I've always been I've always felt you know low or depressed or whatever so that's just part of my label and and there are some people that don't mean to but that's how they get attention you know or whatever and so it's very brave to admit it and go how can I fix this how can I go to therapy or figure out methods or different ways to heal this or like what you know Kirsten that we just interviewed was talking about how powerful sound healing is for trauma. So, so I give you a lot of credit even for finding ways to heal that.
2: Mm, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And it's, um, same, same goes to you because you did the same thing. Like we were simultaneously going through stuff <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So number one on the list, uh, if you've felt that you have lost control Instead, take one area of your life at a time and positively expand upon it. And so here's an example. Um, You can start to see a therapist to improve your mental health. Um, There's probably many other examples, but just the lost control. I think that also comes from childhood, that that feeling, but we get triggered by it. Um, But that's a big one for people right and you know
1: just it the, that's interesting because even with that statement this isn't true i choose peace god decide for me mm. you know for those who are listening who who believe there is a higher power
2: i was going to say, say you, that cuz some people don't <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah.
1: when you say that statement it's admitting you don't have the control and you're saying you you decide for me yeah. and and realizing, you know, if you believe it, that a higher power is able to heal everything and transform everything and have your life be positive.
2: Yeah. And if you don't believe there's other alternatives. So there's like, you know, some people have just believe in source or divine universe, or just their loved ones above. There's all kinds of, uh, just other, other people than, uh, than the religious aspect, it's always a spiritual thing that you could just tune in and just really give it up to them. So you can, um, yeah, feel like you, you have someone up there to trust to take you through things. Right. Okay.
1: Okay. Number two, if you are comparing yourself to others, which I think so many of us are guilty of Mm -hmm. um, instead start comparing yourself to where you started and how far you've come. And it's interesting because it makes me think of a client that I've had. Um, I often have clients do a timeline where you think of what stood out for you in your life and you do it in categories like zero to seven, eight to 14, etc. And you think about the standout moments, good or bad, whatever just stands out to you in your mind. And then you go back, and you rate them zero to 100. And you can rate them or you can say that was challenging. That was amazing, whatever you want, but just so that you can get really tuned in to your whole life up until now. And this particular client had been telling me I haven't done anything in my life. I'm really not good at anything. I haven't amounted to what I thought I could be. And she was already maybe like 42. And I was like, well, that can't be true. You probably have done so much. You're not giving yourself credit. She did the timeline and she came back to me and she goes, wow, I will admit that looking at this, I realized even though there were a lot of difficult moments, I have done a lot of things. And it gave her some ideas on what to do next, because very often your timeline is going to help you give yourself more credit, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which is the key. Um, See yourself better. See yourself as many others definitely see you. And then also give you ideas for your future, because the timeline usually adds up to what you're doing now in many different ways.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, number three. Uh, if you have bad habits or old habits, but try what's well, kind of like what I was talking about in the beginning, um, try creating new ones. For example, if you aren't exercising and feel sluggish, start walking, hiking, or going to the gym. Um, another example could be if someone feels angry or sad, they regularly spend time uh, spending money shopping because they want to not feel their feelings. Uh, so they keep their mind occupied. Uh, So instead of doing that, uh, you can start a new habit of regularly talking to a friend or like we said earlier, to a therapist or journaling, um, just uh, somehow getting it out in a healthy way, as opposed to doing something habitual or addictive uh, to negate the emotion that you're feeling.
1: Right. And I think you can, you can check in with yourself on that and go, you know, if you are feeling like you're doing something excessive, you could say, how is this working for me? Is this causing positive high vibration things in my life or is it causing issues or low vibration things? And that's going to help you go, well, how can I shift this? Do I need to ask for help to shift this? Um, and so it, it gets to that point where you, you really want to be self-aware.
2: Yeah. And also to add to that, um, you know, you can ask yourself too after you take that shopping trip and you spend a thousand dollars, um, ask yourself, how do I feel now? Did do I still feel sad? I'm sure the answer is gonna be yes, because it's just a temporary fix, just a band-aid.
1: Right. And I think it's it's you know, we don't do this always, but getting trying to get in the habit of everything you do, you know, if I let's say I'm gonna go shopping. I'm going to say, well, wait a minute, how much do I want to spend? Do I really need these things? Do I feel like frivolously buying a shirt for fun? Can I? Hey, okay. Once in a while, do that. That's okay. That's Mm -hmm. uplifting sometimes. But to be really aware of what you're doing is going to help you in whatever you do. And so I do the same thing with if I'm going to have a piece of cake or something. Well, how many have I had in the last week? Do I need this? You know, is it really going to make me feel better? Can I just put it away and have fruit? You know what I mean? So I think it's that. It's the self-awareness too. Yep. So, okay. Number four. Number four is simply little things like rearranging your furniture, going on a trip, making a new song playlist, things like that. Um, finding creative ways that actually shift your energy. And that is a great way to get you unstuck because if you're always doing the same things and things look the same and you're driving the same way and you're eating the same things, then you may get into a rut where you feel like things are stagnant or stuck.
2: Mm -hmm. Definitely. And that can go for uh, most, (laughs) everybody who's dealing with uh, being in quarantine right now
1: for example. Yeah. Yeah. You have to get creative and, and find new ways to do things. And I was thinking about that yesterday. I I saw something on TV where, Oh, I know what it was. (laughs) I was watching housewives of Beverly Hills and (laughs) Hilton, um, you know, from all the Hilton hotels, she's really funny, but she's like, she's like, most people do dinner parties and have the exact same food and the exact same guests. And I like to change the decor, change the food, bring a few new guests, I thought, you know what, that's a good example to kind of do with whatever you're doing. Like, how can I spice this up and make it a little bit different? You know, maybe be a little bolder, whatever. Um, And then that gets you more creative and gets you unstuck.
2: Yes, you can buy the, um, okay, I'm going to say it, I'm probably going to say it, pronounce it wrong, but the Baccarat, oh God, um, $225 dollar. No, uh, it was candle a thousand holders. dollars. Oh, was it? But it was something with a two. Maybe it's two thousand. Um, the candle holders that she bought for her table.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have a butler.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she can do that,
1: right?
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, number five. If you feel blah, boring, or or the same, try a new look. It can be as simple as a bright colored shirt which I put one on today. I
1: saw that. (laughs) I like it.
2: Thanks. Um, Or as a complex, as, as complex as a new hair color, but sometimes this is what, uh, you, what makes you need um, to, what makes it so that you need to be doing something different. I can't even read what I'm supposed to be reading here. Makes you feel like you're doing something different, shifting or getting unstuck, just these right. little tweaking things. And again, if you're in quarantine, you could go buy a box of hair color, do it yourself. You could order one online, uh, do your nails. And if you're a guy, you can do the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> totally.
1: And it really, it helps. I mean, I, I feel like doing stuff like that does make you feel better. Cause you're, mm-hmm. you're just doing things that whatever works for each person, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And it helps you feel good for yourself. Like when I go get my hair styled or something, that's something I don't know how to do, I'll feel better. I don't know. Just cause it's different. Yeah. So, okay. Number six, if you feel you need a rebirth or a new start, which I hear that a lot, like I just feel like. Things are the same and I need, you know, to totally revamp everything. So if you feel like you need a rebirth, begin a challenge such as a fitness challenge, a new me challenge, or read one book per month challenge, anything like that. This can reinvigorate you to be enthusiastic and believe in yourself. And definitely if you can have an accountability partner, like if you say, okay, I'm going to do this 60 day workout program, who are you checking in with to, to say, Hey, today I did it. You know, I worked out 90 minutes or whatever. Um, have someone that can be on the team with you to do this rebirth.
2: Yeah. And another thing to add to that could be uh, a cleanse. People can do like a one day cleanse, a 30 day cleanse. There's so many different options. Yeah, but
1: we're not medical doctors. (laughs) (laughs) I did I did a 10 day cleanse and I got really sick and so did my husband so I I'm afraid of those now
2: yeah I actually did too I did one and I was on day 27 of 30 and I got sick and I swore I would never do it again I
1: know but I know it does work really well for some people for sure
2: yeah our bodies just rejected it (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so number seven do a vision board or start journaling um, that's something that I've done with my kids. I know you have done with your kids. Um, it's just, it's fun, but you know what about that? I'm going to make it sound negative, but magazines are so expensive now. Yeah. We went and bought a bunch at the market to do our project, our, um, vision board project. And I probably spent like a hundred dollars on magazines and we still didn't have enough pictures, <laughs> but is it <laughs> worth it? Is your vision board, was it worth it? Did it? did what I put on there happen yet? Well, I mean, how
1: long. it depends how long ago it was too.
2: Yeah, no, it was a few months ago. We'll see.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel, cause I've done vision boards over the years since probably like 2010. Um, since I saw the secret, I have done vision boards and I would, I would say probably if I had to estimate, I've had about of things come true from them. And really crazy. This is crazy. And you probably forgot this Eden. I told you a long time ago, but on my first ever vision board, which I have downstairs in the garage, um, I put a picture of Prince and then around it, I put words such as like God and connect and all these things. And I feel like we manifested yeah. talking to him, you know, and I'm like, wow, that yeah. came true on my vision board. And my intention when I had the vision board was just, I love Prince. I want to go see him in concert a bunch of times, yeah. you know, which I did, which yeah. that came true too. But it's crazy what could really come true. It's funny. Cause I have, let me see, I have my vision board here and I'm going to try to show everyone on YouTube here. Um, okay. yeah, you can kind of see, like I have my fitness goals, travel goals definitely this summer some of them have come true yeah. um
2: and oh wait then... wait wait wait.
1: go back go back look at that okay. stomach you have that stomach oh i'm working <laughs> on it you know what i used to have that stomach and then hormones <laughs> i i have about 10 pounds to go um that's that's great I'm working and yeah. then i have look, and then i have our podcast on here uh-huh red carpet events and um and so anyway just to give everyone an idea and i you know i said it but I actually did a double-sided vision board. So I turn it around according to what I'm vibing that day. And I recommend you do them probably like once a year or twice a year. And you can do you can get creative and do a vision box um, and put things in it or a vision journal, you know, instead yeah. make it into a book. So there's so many cool ways.
2: Yeah. yeah. I like the box. I like the box and we mentioned that in an episode many many maybe last year about the god box
1: yeah i have one that you gave me
2: yes and then you gave me one yeah 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 so yes god box too i highly recommend that where you write down what you want to manifest and then you put it in the box leave it and then hopefully it it will god will work it out for you
1: yeah (laughs) so i would love our our audience members if you make a vision board send us a picture of it Uh And um, we can talk about it on the show.
2: Yeah.
1: And then um, the last one, number eight, is volunteer or give back. And that kind of goes along with what we were talking about at the beginning of the show with what are you doing to make a difference in the world? But if you're, let's say you're grieving or you're feeling stuck because of a breakup or whatever it might be, the best thing to do is to go Use your heart to give back love, give back kindness. And that could be, it's harder right now with COVID, but you can do homeless shelter or animal shelter or nursing home. Nursing homes love when, they, when they're when they able to, they love people to just come in and visit because they don't get that many visitors. And they're so cute. Some of them, you know, they're just the cutest and appreciative of everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what kind of giving back and volunteering have you and your girls done, Eden?
2: Oh, you're putting me on the spot.
1: <laughs> Think about you know <laughs> over the years. Did did you guys ever have like a project? You raise money or something like that.
2: Well, I mean, we did a lot of that for their soccer teams, things like that. And and um, every year they had breast cancer awareness uh, day or week weekend. No, it was no. It actually went was month for the month of October. Always raising money for that. So yeah, we did. We did. And and right now I can't think of anything else.
1: (laughs) Well, I think, you know what I think too counts is, is whatever career you're in, you know, for everyone listening, if there's a way to use maybe 10% of that, either raise the money you make or by giving back, like for me, I'll speak once in a while for no charge, or I'll take on a client for no charge. And I feel like that's a great way to give back.
2: Yeah, I've done that. I have yeah. done that. Yeah. And we do other things like you know collecting items for homeless and uh I think we've done uh just yeah, I can't even remember anymore but something with 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 clothes and donating clothes um to different organizations things like, that. like and, that. And that's always easy to do. Right, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, eight ways to get on stuff. <laughs> yeah. that's. It's um. There's so many. Everything is pretty easy. You don't even have to leave your house.
1: Totally.
2: Yeah. Um, One thing I want to say before we uh, close out this episode, I wanted to say that we are starting this new um thing with uh, our webs on our website no not on the website on our uh, social media pages on instagram and facebook where you if you have any questions for us for kim and i um that could go for like even we might even answer personal questions um (laughs) or just questions about what we do um about readings or about your your business coaching just anything um Anything goes right now, and if you have any of those questions, put it out there um, on our social media pages or um, DM us, and we might read them on uh, some of our future episodes. Yes, and and I wanted to, you know, what I just
1: it popped in my head, and we have a few minutes. I just wanted to add a bonus number nine way to get unstuck. Okay, Um, (laughs) I I feel like I when I schedule things into my schedule, I really have gotten good at saying okay how much do I want to do this? Is it going to fit in with what I'm doing? It won't make me overloaded, whatever. Cause a lot of people will say, wow, you're doing so much, but I'm very conscious about only scheduling things. I feel excited about or aligned with me. And lately I have been going to a lot of concerts or shows, or I went to like a dance seventies dancing event with my friends. Um, we have a bunch of plays, you know, on, at the Pantages scheduled, but, those help me get unstuck too, because Mm -hmm. I really, for me, those give me such creative energy. And like, it just raises the endorphins and the serotonin and the dopamine and all of it. Um, So that's my way of getting unstuck is to go to things like that. And Eden, I remember you were saying that you've been doing more stuff like meeting friends out, you Mm -hmm. know, stuff like that. And how has that worked for you with getting unstuck?
2: Oh, definitely. It's, it's great. It's great. Especially the meeting with friends who are aligned with you. (laughs) Right. That's, that's really important to me. So it's, uh, it doesn't take effort to do that, to, to meet with those friends. And yeah, definitely. It's just a matter of uh, safety these days. That's the only thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we pray that it gets better and better for everybody and that you all stay safe and healthy and um go to talk purpose and and thank you for listening and write to us on our pages and thanks for listening bye bye
0: for more information on eden go to edensustin.com for more information on kim go to kimlifecoach.com make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.